0: This is the Jagoff podcast, and this week we are coming to you live, kind of recorded.
1: Right, so not completely live. It sounded good, Live to
0: disc from Liberty Magic, the only dedicated magic place in the entire city of Pittsburgh.
2: According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word Jagoff is defined as a noun, which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how Pittsburghers define a word Jagoff. When someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jagoff! Or someone scares the out of you.
3: Yeah, Jagoff!
4: Or it's a term of endearment.
3: How you been, Jagoff? Hey, everybody's Jim Crenn. I'm Jackie Kane. This is Mark
5: Madden. Hi, this is Larry Richard. This is Gem Wild Bill. Hey, this is Kurt Angle. Hi, this is Rocky Blyer. Hey, it's Bonnie Diver. Hi, I'm Mike Wysocki. This is John Steigerwald. Hey, it's Rick Seaback. Hi, this is Greg Brown. Hi, I'm
4: Tyler Kennedy. This is Antonio Holmes.
3: And this is the Jagoff Podcast.
0: So this is the Jagoff Podcast, and as I said, we are this week we are at the liber- place called Liberty Magic, which is the former... If you're a Pittsburgher, you give directions by right. saying it former. used to be, mm-hmm. yep. right? It used to be the old, <laughs> old sure. arcade comedy That's theater. That's right, at 811 Liberty Avenue, and if you actually have been here as the arcade comedy theater... You will not recognize this place. Even from the front when you walk in, you know you're about to experience something. But before we get into all that. You have uh, a co-host. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. (laughs) This is the Ejegov Podcast. You can hear us where?
1: Oh, my gosh. That was good. You can hear us (laughs) on Stitcher Radio because we're number 78.
0: Yeah. It's not
1: Stitcher Radio, but Stitcher. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you can hear us on iTunes and Google Play Music and, of course, every Tuesday on yourjagoff.com. Sure. And if you go to iTunes, please make sure you leave a comment. A good one. Uh, yeah, leave some kind of uh, evaluation there. Five stars is good. For sure. Yeah, if you, especially if you like the food and the yeah. service.
1: That's right. So we have to say the reason we're here is our good friend at the Cultural District, at the Cultural Trust, Robin, Mm -hmm. has tried to hook us up with tickets on two different occasions to come see the magic shows that they're having Mm -hmm. here because we were fortunate enough to go when they did the unveiling that they would be coming, and we've not been able to come yet. Right. So we said... Instead, you bring it to us. We want an intimate <laughs> setting. <laughs> and so now right. we get Lee Trebozek to ourselves. That's
0: right. And Lee, cool. uh, Lee as you know, uh, maybe you don't know if you're listening to the podcast. Lee has is well-known throughout the city and is nationally touring magician. And uh, at one point, um, uh, we'll get to the date in a second, but replicated Houdini's hanging upside down. Uh, stunt, I guess you'd say, right here at the corner of Liberty Avenue. Right? That yeah.
1: was how long ago? Yeah. Two? two
5: over two, two years. crazy, years. Wow, yeah. right? Easy, right? Yeah.
0: And uh, I think it's totally cool that you had a picture of it, uh-huh. you know, and then there you were replicated it, and you did not like this wasn't the Radio Shack version of doing a no. I, uh, uh,
4: if
5: I was going to do it, I was going <laughs> to do it right. In, right. Stuff you had. Yeah, we went big. It took had, me five years to plan. That's crazy. Yeah, really, I, I, did, I discovered the image of Houdini doing the upside on straight straight jacket escape in uh, 2010 after a visit after I was in New York with my mentor Paul Gertner and okay. I was helping him with his, Paul yeah Paul's amazing he's been my my best friend in magic for so long and I was helping him produce his magic show in in New York that that weekend and because I would help set up all the tricks and everything back then for him and on Sunday before we were about to head back to Pittsburgh he said hey you want to go see if we can find Harry Houdini's grave and I was like, absolutely. So we drove the Queens, and we went and found Harry's. And grave. that was just a whim. It was on a whim. Yeah. yeah it was just because we had time. And and but when we got back to Pittsburgh, Paul gave me a book, and that book is called the Tashin Magic Book. It's a okay. big, it's a well-known magic book with these beautiful images of posters of magicians over the years. And and so that evening, when I was literally re- going through that book, I found a black and white photo of Harry Houdini doing the upside down street jacket escape. And as I was staring at this image, I was captivated by it. In the image, you can see the building. In the building, it says the Pittsburgh Post on it. And then in the corner of the image, it's dated November 6, 1916. So I'm there sitting now in 2010 with this information that I didn't know. I didn't know Houdini had performed that in downtown Pittsburgh. And as a guy that does the straitjacket escape in my act as kind of a, an ode to Houdini, <laughs> right. you know, and being from this area, a little light bulb went off over my head. I thought, how cool would it be if I could ma- recreate this moment in time? Wow. This mo this November sixth date. Like, what if I could do it on the hundredth anniversary? Like, now that was two thousand ten. I knew that I had some time, mm-hmm. you know, back then. But I knew that it was going to take a lot of time. To In ma- what way?
1: When you say it was going to take time, is what? Take us through the process. The, the process. Well, mean? there's
5: there's a couple a- aspects to it. One is the you know the stunt itself, the safety, the the performance. Uh, you know, I had to dream up all this stuff. I had to, I had to see this from so many different angles. Second was is it possible to even let to let me do this in, in Pittsburgh in today? With and how did so that much? work?
1: Did you have to go well, through, like, the mayor? I of?
5: Yeah, I really, I went through the city of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I presented it to the mayor, to Mayor Peduto, and they, you know, this was, but this was so late in the game. Like, I, I didn't come to them until I kind of had a lot of it already figured out. So I could just say, "Hey, I already have all this. No. <laughs> I already have this all figured out, and the date is like coming up in a year." So you made it easy for I me. I yeah. I tried yeah. to. Well, that yeah. was what I wanted to right. do though, because right. um, I was really doing my due diligence mm-hmm. to to make this happen, and and the fact that they embraced it and they were all about it, and then that that made it easier for me, and then that took the pressure off me of you know. Closing down, you know, main art main arteries of streets in the city, and getting cranes and OSHA involved, and hiring a stunt coordinator and a stunt team to be a part of it, and and a safety expert. I had my team on that on that per, that production was probably twenty some people deep. Wow, uh, to produce so. I called in uh, Martin, uh, my boy, my guy Martin from Lux Creative. Mm-hmm. They they came in with uh, to help some of the with some of the elements of it, some of the lighting, and you know the, the all just so many aspects of it. Sure. But the, the the stunt itself, though, the most important part was that I had to hang up the upside down for a long period of time in order to to do the straitjacket escape. So I had to condition my body over the course of a year by getting into an inversion table. So I was in an inversion table every so many days trying to literally, you know, figure out the my the blood flow in my my body and my brain so that when you're hanging upside down on a hook over a couple thousand people, you don't. You know, obviously blackout or something like that. So there was there was a lot of elements to it that yeah. took a lot of time to, to work out. Now that, it's so crazy to me because it, you know,
1: that's three that's almost three years ago. Too, yeah, like right. right. And yeah. I remember yeah. just,
0: it was it was nuts to know that you had that power. To, and and I remember talking to our friend Frank Merge. You were like, Well, how many people are you think it'd be? A couple hundred? Yeah. Yeah, a couple oh hundred? My we, gosh. we come down and it was, and packed. Packed. was yeah, wrong, it was, yeah. right? It
5: was crazy, and it that was and, awesome. And I had no clue, like I and I told people I said I don't care if there's one person or ten thousand. I'm doing the damn thing because for me, it was the moment in time. It was Mm -hmm. the photograph that would inspired it. And obviously, I wanted the people to be there because it would recreate that photo even better if the the people were there and it filled the picture. Um, but when you're dealing with live elements of outside oh and wind gosh. and rain in November and yes. Steeler football on Sundays, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of stuff working against yeah, me. For sure. So I, I worked even harder. And, and the U.S. election was that week, that, that two days oh, later. Oh, right, yeah. So uh, there were there, I was going against a lot of stuff at that time. But it, like I said, it, it came together. People really embraced the idea. The city of Pittsburgh came out in waves that day. And the energy that I could feel from the audience below me was incredible. Wasn't it crazy? Was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. It is was that crazy. what
1: sort of started? In all honesty, I mean, anyone who has the interest, the admiration for your craft, yeah. obviously excluded, right? But the average person who's just into entertainment mm. and wants to see is that what started you becoming that iconic Pittsburgher and and true to Pittsburgh for your craft? is that what kind of kick it i don't
5: know i've always been such so much into just being an entertainer mm-hmm. um you know sometimes whether it's creating a magic show or yeah. whether it's uh being on a corporate event or i'm i love this city and i really did change my career up a few years ago so that i could be home more right you know i was a, i was a guy that was touring around the country constantly doing hundreds of shows a year and for me, I, 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 like I grew up here, so it's like I, I got kind of bored and annoyed that I was constantly having to tell people, you know, I'm sorry I can't make it to your wedding or I can't be there mm. for this, and it's like, and, and so over time that kind of eats you up, and, and so what I wanted to do is I wanted to then focus back on my hometown, mm-hmm. and because I grew up, you know, right. idolizing guys like Jimmy Kren and and Paul Gertner, mm. and and these guys really they got to – to enjoy the fruits of their labor and they got to be at home. Right. And so that's what I always wanted. I just wanted to be at home. And now I'm home. I was just gonna say here. And now I have so much going on. Yeah. (laughs) So it's it's a very, very good thing to have. There are a couple of
0: things I want to make sure we don't pass over and glaze over here. First of all, we've been throwing the name Paul Gertner around if you don't know Paul Gartner, he is significant in Nash International oh, with for magic. Sure, yeah. As a matter of fact, one of his kind of famous things is that he used to go to Johnny Carson's house That's and it, teach yeah. Johnny uh, close-up
5: magic. I had the same mentor and you know magic teacher as Johnny Carson. Yeah, as saying, Paul has incredible stories about his time with Johnny and yeah. and going out to, to Malibu and going to his home and and then and, he, and then yeah. he
0: in then he fashioned a whole corporate magic. Yeah, thing, you he, know? Was, he, became, whole, yeah. he became he became
5: Mister Corporate Magic. Yeah, I mean, he really took over that market and was really really well known mm-hmm. for it and he built his entire brand off of performing for companies around Amazing. the world and as a young magician seeing uh a guy in my hometown do these incredible things on an international level i mean i'm going well i got i, I want to follow in these footsteps for sure so obviously sure. Yeah. He, he's he, he and he has the he had the building blocks you know and, and, and the knowledge. And, and that's why I, I was so fortunate to have him take me under his wing and, you know, give me some of those tips as I was coming up.
0: And then the other thing I want to gla- not glaze over is that we've talked about this, but you literally are an iconic as far as dedicating yourself to your craft. As long as I've known you, this is what you do. You haven't. Uh, yeah. You're not like I don't sell cars. I, uh-uh. I sell cars in the morning and I go do magic yeah. at night. I said that. You, first, you yeah. have. Yeah. You I have. You like, have like, well, oh, yeah, okay. and I definitely wanted to follow up on that because you literally I live and
4: breathe you, it. Yeah. Listen,
0: Credit. don't tell. Don't ever tell her she made a good call. Uh-huh. Okay, just don't ever. to point, point out. out. I was. That's said. why. That's why. Oh no, the headphones because her head blows up. I was
5: definitely a guy that I got into it as a ten year old. And I've been so dedicated since day one. I've never, even in those hard years where the economy sucked and corporations weren't purchasing, you know, entertainers anymore. You know, there there were tough times, too. It all all hasn't been great. Um, But I will say that in in my career coming up, I never, I I learned this from Drew Carey, actually. I got this tip from Drew Drew Carey. Drew Carey was so dedicated to comedy that he used to sleep in his car when he was when he was homeless because he didn't want to take another job that wasn't comedy related Mm. it wasn't from his talent and so i had heard that a long time ago and i that was something that instilled in me i never wanted to take another gig i always wanted to make sure that everything was entertainment or magic based you know i i in act i do acting stuff i do commercial work but that that still uh, incorporates into the into the show business world um but no i've never had another job other than a magician yeah that's crazy now and i was gonna
1: say before we kind of jump into the fact that you have been able to have sustainable work and be home now Mm -hmm. and kind of live here this is the new the new thing where we're podcasting from but talk a little bit about the other big news that uh you kind of have an affiliation with the tv show now
5: yeah, Discovery Channel. I, I mean, mean just a little it, network. Uh, <laughs> a little just network. Discovery. Yeah, They're not around. They it's not talk like PCT, yeah. They have a few. <laughs> yeah. They have a f- <laughs> right? they have a few television stations. Um no, they were incredible to work with. They they came in uh after so after Houdini one hundred was done, I thought the the ride with me and Houdini was done. Like I thought it was over. I thought we were moving on I was moving on to the next thing. And shortly after in and it was early in twenty eighteen where um well uh, early in twenty seventeen mm-hmm. uh, a few months after Houdini 100, they, they reached out and, you know, they were looking to develop the idea into a TV series if I would be interested. And, of course, I said, absolutely, you know, yeah. this would be incredible. And then I didn't hear from them for quite a long time. And then they came back uh, late 2017, and then the ball had you know rolled a little further. And then it wasn't until 2018 of when they really said, okay, we're gonna, we want to make this television show. It's a go. We're going to get George Hardeen, uh, a member of the Houdini family, to, to be a part of the cast with you. So it was going to be me, George Hardine, and then a gentleman by the name of um, Steve Wolf." who is a, uh, a special effects and and uh, he's a Hollywood uh, stunt guy. He, he, he helps design this stuff. Build, he's a builder. And so when all these things started to come together and we were talking about ideas for the show and the scripts and the magic that I would be doing and and the element of me and George travelling around the world together and discovering secrets about the Houdini family and some of his magic and and yeah, these it, it was it was really incredible to to see this idea that started in, in my mind and started in two thousand ten with a straitjacket escape image right. of Houdini propel me into now doing an international television show because it, when it came out in January, it went out to 180 countries around the world. Wow. And, and who, and that's because the name Houdini, it it resonates all over the world with magic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, he's been dead for 90 almost 93 years and he's still inspiring people. Mm -hmm. So I think that was super cool for discovery channel to want to do something different and, and take on magic and history and put them together for today. Yeah, and that was fun. Yeah, and so there might be a future. You'd say there might
0: might be more coming even out of that, right? Yeah, yeah. We,
5: we shot four episodes. I like I said, I've talked to them, uh, the, the the director and some of the, you know the producers about the show. Um, about, you know, there's more ideas on the table and there's definitely some opportunity to, to do more episodes. Did uh, anything you see on that tour freak you out? Because, like, I know you know magic mm-hmm. and, you know, it's,
0: you know, there's nothing gives you goosebumps, I don't yeah. think. But is there, did anything about Houdini freak you out? You know what?
5: Uh, it was, I will say, when you were dealing with, uh, there was a couple things along the journey of making that television show that were were really interesting to me. Uh, one was is that we 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 did the the tricks that we did. Like I did the water torture cell, which I had never done before, and so I literally had to learn this on set. Mm-hmm. And I was every night working in in in, in a water torture cell to. So try to figure this most out most people go to their room hotel <laughs> room and watch hbo yeah i, I really i'm read. holding my breath underwater for a long period <laughs> so of time So how do you time.
1: prepare? is that what it is because you training. said you were on
5: an yes. inversion yes. table I was before doing, so. i was doing inversion training wow. while i was on set they had one of those they they had me going underwater holding i was doing breath holds every day to build up time so and, and then of course we do this, that as we pass <laughs> graveyards.
1: no in tunnels <laughs> and then
5: and then and then and then there were days where then, then there are travel days and we're you know we're yeah. going to different spots we're going to do on camera work where we're, you know we're talking to experts and we're asking questions and we're we're, we're on that journey with me and George. Um, the one thing that uh, had me obviously a little shook when 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 it went down was the the shooting that happened in Pittsburgh. I was on set that day, uh, and I was supposed to shoot the the episode the bullet catch that day okay and that was uh-huh. not a good trick to be doing on a day where i 'm glued to my phone mm-hmm. and i 'm thinking about the people of my city Oh, right and so yeah. the director mm-hmm. you know hi- having hindsight saw this and saw what the magnitude of what the story was and that it it was my hometown he purposely now i didn 't know this at that moment, but he purposely can the shoot that day. Concerned about your Concerned focus. Concerned about my focus yeah. because I'm gonna have to do the bullet catch on television on a mm-hmm. on a live on a live performance of it. And my brain was somewhere else that day. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, now when I the later at a later episode, if you watched all four episodes um, during after that had happened in Pittsburgh, uh, my buddy Chris Prexta put out a, a shirt uh, with mm-hmm. uh, with a logo right. and, and so I was able to get one of those t shirts and as I was filming episode four, I was able to to get it on the show that's as awesome. a, as, oh, a little, awesome. as a little Easter egg yeah. and a nod to Pittsburgh. That's so awesome. was able to get to do that, but yeah, I mean when you're when you're working in Houdini's life, like uh, with bullet catches and and just this d- this dangerous stuff, we did the buried alive. Uh, the buried alive was really crazy. Um, that one was interesting because there was not a lot of no, not a lot of um, details on on Houdini's buried alive performance. There actually was none. Uh, we had nothing to go on other than a poster, and that's because when Houdini died on October thirty first, nineteen twenty six, at the age of fifty two years old, he was planning to do the buried alive stunt in his tour in two thousand in uh, nineteen twenty seven. Which he obviously couldn't do because he died. So we wanted to recreate, we wanted to bring that piece of magic to life because Houdini never got never to perform did. it. Right. So it was my job to create that piece of magic for the television show, wow. including the secret of how it was going to be done. And I had to draw this all up in a, in, on a you know, I drew up on a chalkboard in a, in a production meeting. And, you know, it was kind of weird to have to think, literally think of how had Houdini you of would you it before? Think. Not no. until that moment, no. Because okay. I didn't know I was going to have to create the, the yeah. secret of, of, or I was going to have to the build that, do that build for them. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because that was one of the, the episodes that we didn't know if we were going to do it in the ground. Or, because that was how uh, Houdini may have done it in 1916. Uh, or if we were going to do it on the stage, a stage version of Buried Alive because mm-hmm. he never got to do it because of, of his passing before it ever came to fruition. So it was almost like I had to pick up from where he stopped mm-hmm. and I had to take a poster that he had drawn and I had to, just, to figure out you know, what I was looking at. And then bring that to tel- for a television network to bring it to television with every Houdini expert around the world criticizing, wow. me possibly criticizing yes. me. Yeah, yeah. And luckily, uh, the Houdini experts out there all all had reached out and gave me the nod and the you know the pat on the back that I, I did exactly what they think the Houdini would have did. Yeah. So that's I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. yeah.
0: So let's fast forward yeah. because
5: we are in. Let's
0: kind of describe it here, right? Yeah. yeah now we're here. Yeah, we're here at this place called Liberty Magic. It's uh, eight eleven Liberty Avenue. It's a dedicated theater for close up magic, right? Well, not just close no, up. Just no, magic. no, okay. I, 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 it's not but definitely. John, it, not it, what it is. It's. I wouldn't say it's <laughs> yeah. for close up. It has an intimate feeling, but
5: because yeah. this is the. Ar- I mean, if you remember, okay. this is the arcade comedy theater. Yeah. I mean, this this played the rooms of a hundred people. Now I I had yeah. said I think a hundred in this room would be. Way too much, and 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 so I think uh, under an under seventy five crowd is is like a really nice nice amount of people. You're in it's still intimate, but it still feels like a nice show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we are we are capped at sixty six seats on this okay. on, on this venue for uh, Mario Lemieux. Maybe maybe magic, we obviously. yeah <laughs> yeah we're gonna have to get Mario in one night, but uh, yeah. So this it definitely has uh, a stand up comedy feel to it. It has a an intimate sleight of hand feel to it. Uh, I mean, we could have a juggler in here because of these nice high ceilings, mm. mentalism. I mean, every type of magic uh, genre can play in this room. It's incredible, the wallpaper, the
0: woodwork. When you I you in, like I'm in clue. Again, Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, that's
2: exactly right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, like, we've
0: talked about certain places that. being submersive, and this is yes. that. Yes. Yes. You, from the minute you walk inside
5: the, the theater lobby, it's submersive, well, and then you walk through that that's little creepy well, little... What, what's cool is, is that you walk into a magic shop, right? Yes, right. and yeah. for me, growing up... what really got me into magic other than going to the library and checking out books was going to the magic shop on the south side was going to the cuckoo's nest and and if you come and see In Mm Plain Slight I talk about the cuckoo's nest and I I do a trick that I learned when I was there um. So I really love that idea of having a magic shop. I you know walk in, and so when you come off Liberty Avenue, you come right into this really cool, old school looking magic shop, and then you go around the corner into the magician's closet, and then then you're presented into the, the you know the beautiful theater of of 66 seats and in the and the, and, uh, and the the screens and in the, the backdrop of what you have and then after the show the vip's the skeleton key holders uh, those people then get ushered into the back room which is are. where we are if We're you're in the like, back if you're looking yeah. at the pictures on YouTube.com
0: yep. or or instagram yeah you see this mm-hmm. this this room it's it's incredible so after the show there's kind of another show
5: yeah so there's a show after the show um <laughs> skeleton so key holder, yeah so I like they that. so they get to come back here and then we have you know we have you know complimentary drinks whatever you like um, and then i come back after the show I take a few minutes into my, into my dressing room and then I'll come back out. And then what I'll do is I'll do a 20 minute. Uh, intimate sleight of hand, cl- very very close. This is the close up element right okay. here. Oh, I this see. This is where it's close okay. up. Uh, so I'm doing sleight of hand in for for uh, for for uh, the people, but I'm also then opening it up to questions. And you know, people have so many interesting questions. They want to they want to ask me about. So How you elements. do that? <laughs> Well, the first thing I say <laughs> is that I, I will answer any question you got about, except any of the shit I did in the other room. <laughs> yeah. right. So that's my first line. <laughs> um, but uh, so I'll take people's questions and hey, we do hey i got one for you <laughs> uh i've had some really really funny ones so, so far but uh and so th- that's always a fun uh, that's always yeah. a fun uh, part of the night that's is cool. is getting to cuz then i get to really engage with the people more and uh we do photos and i'll sign whatever they need and uh, and then you know that's our night so it's uh, it's a lot of fun
1: i think it's so many kudos to the cultural trust as well as you for the fact that this is an added art element that pittsburgh yeah. can finally boast about yes. right you know it was just that like, we say that about comedy yeah we're fortunate that we are still rich in the whole fact that people want to go to heinz hall and mm-hmm. they want to go see the plays and things like that but this. There's never been a show that, that people haven't packed in for, right? Yeah, it's been sold out. That's so fantastic. And this is not like
0: mm-hmm. um this isn't like a comedy open mic where just no. people no. are traipsing through from Pittsburgh. This is your level from all over the country So that was
5: what was there. cool when the when the trust came to me uh, last year with this idea of wanting to work with me to build a, a theater together. Um, I saw it as an opportunity to get my friends to Pittsburgh. Yeah. That's what I saw. Because right. I've had the chance to travel the world and meet incredible yeah. acts. And I know these acts would never in a million years ever play this city. It just would never happen, right? And the people of this city would never have a chance to see these incredible acts live. And so when this became, this idea became a possibility... That's what I saw. I saw a new home for Pittsburgh magic. Because when the Cuckoo's Nest, that magic shop mm-hmm. that helped inspire a generation of magicians from Pittsburgh, closed, it felt like the magic community in Pittsburgh lost its home. And so when the Trust and I teamed up, I saw this as the, a way to bring that home back to Pittsburgh, give magic another place in, in, in Pittsburgh. And And now with it being open, it means that we can bring in top nut level people. I'm going to be bringing in Paul Gertner to yeah. perform here. He's wow. going to, you're, you're going to see his name advertised in a chance to catch his show. Uh, you're going to see huge, very, very big names in the magic it, that you've recognized on America's got talent or fool us or any of those television shows that are on TV. You're going to see the, that type of level talent now playing Pittsburgh. I, I, I've, I've talked about this in the past. I always thought there needed to be a circuit in the country for magic because I, I, there's always been one for comedy, right? Sure. You, there, there's a zillion comedy clubs in every city. There's no magic clubs like right. anywhere. You only think right? of the Magic Castle. You think of that, the Magic right? Castle. They this were the one that to really do it. Now that's in a way, all any location is is derivative from a Magic Castle, yeah. right? Where they have all the they have all the bells and whistles. They have right. the, the the history. They have the location. They have all the different rooms. They have the different size shows. They're they're in pl- entire place is a museum. So how do you you know how do you take that those ideas and and make it so it could work in your hometown well we were able to create the the Magic Shop experience, the 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 uh, the essence of the arcade, comedy theater, uh, and now having you know this back room able to do cool podcasts and and or and, just and, ours. Oh, and, well, and, that's and, the only <laughs> cool one. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's now <laughs> the these locations the, that are now starting to pop up yeah. all are, are doing it uniquely to themselves. You right. know, um, th- there's a place in Chicago called the Chicago Magic Lounge. It's very cool. There's a place in Nashville, that's uh, called House of Cards. It's underneath the Johnny Cash Museum. So yeah, so there's there's some really there's some really unique twists on magic now in putting in, that are getting put into these you know cities. But I can say this, to my knowledge, this is the only magic theater in the world. That is associated with the cultural district of oh, that okay. city okay, that. because all the other ones are owned by magicians the mm-hmm. the one right. the, they're all owned by magicians, even mm-hmm. the one in the magic castle mm-hmm. that was a family of magicians, the Larsons, that, that created that and but for that just shows you where magic is going if if the if a, like the cultural trust, who runs a Heinz Hall or yes. the, you know the biome or you know these big beautiful theaters for them to be saying. The the magic is is an art that we want to get behind and we want to dedicate a space to it Mm -hmm. and promote it and put, you know, put it out there for people. That's that to me is incredible. Yeah. You know, I did not I, I, I yearned for something like this when I was a kid and now mm-hmm. that it's here yeah. and being able to be a part of these walls and the history of it is, yeah. is such a blessing
0: yeah it's awesome well we are, we know we have to let you go practice either hang upside down or <laughs> hold your breath or something like that and we have yeah. other guests uh, coming up we have uh, Linda Joe and uh, Brian, Brian from the uh, Pittsburgh Business Show mm-hmm. and we have uh, Nick Kappas from the Steam Fitters because working with hands is a big deal yeah right that's <coughs> and our
1: theme it's sort of like making magic happen and working with your hands yeah we theme so, but like like
0: the other a, thing we know. do with all the other guests is we, uh, as you probably know, we have a question of the day. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so this yeah, question this of the day, top. I don't even know it yet.
1: Okay. Yeah. So if you could make one <laughs> okay, thing. Okay, shut up. Just stop because I've been thinking about <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you could just make one thing disappear in your act. <sighs> get that's it, boom. Did good you like, I li- when that he gasps, like, I know I did I. I, I can make, a so is it
5: make something what? disappear well? in my actor or just anywhere anywhere making yeah. life in life you know what i would really like to make disappear is i'd really like to make that annoying advertisement on the mount washington disappear <laughs> oh! that's <a> good <laughs> yeah, what is that? yeah don't name it yeah yeah yeah, it yeah. Is uh, yeah. the, the oh, yeah. sign yeah, that used so to say funny. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> make, yeah. I, I'll, I'll be honest I, I wanted to reach out to the city and, and talk to them and be like can we just do we, it let's, you do obviously pul- 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 let's do a publicity stunt and i'll make that thing disappear like, we'll tarp it or something. Yeah, uh, You're like, uh, if you
1: want a Houdini 104,
0: uh, <laughs> get that to go I don't know if you know this story. I don't even know if you know this story. But, you know, uh, Mary Mack, uh, who has another podcast, Mary Mac Bakehouse podcast, her daughter helps with some graphics for the Jagoff uh, blog. And she created the um, the uh, font for that sign. Oh. So she created it to say, don't be a Jagoff. Uh-huh. And it has been around all over the place. Mm-hmm. People don't even know that we created it. But at one point... I think. Think it was the Buffalo Bills lost, okay, and the, that allowed the Steelers to get into a playoff spot or something like that. Or I can't remember what it was. Anyways, the point is we posted that and tagged Buffalo. It said, hey, you know, blah, 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 you Jagoffs, in the friendly form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And posted the dump, in, and it said, don't Buffalo or something Jagoffs. And they wrote that up in a Buffalo newspaper and said, Look what the sign said wow. in Pittsburgh because they thought it was an actual sign that uh, giving Buffalo kudos for not being Jagoffs. Right. Yeah. But, uh, I did notice that. Totally right. wow. <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, we have a version of it says don't be yeah, jagoffs." For yeah. me that's I think that's maybe you should work awesome. on getting We're, that up. Why there? don't we just get the same it to say Jagoff per permanently? We'll make the and big You make it you wave your hand uh, and it that.
5: <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm gonna I get sued by this international cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> you're gonna right. make my career no. disappear. But you made um, a podcast happy. So that's, that's right. All that that's right. <laughs> Lead where does everybody find you on social? I media? I use Instagram probably the most at Lead Turbosic as well as Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, cool. And the uh, Liberty Magic
0: will have all the links and how to get show tickets. Are they hard to come by the tickets? At they this point? Are yeah, you gotta get in line.
5: Disappearing. There's only a handful nice. yes. of shows that have tickets available. Nice. and How much longer are you here? Let's see. I am in week five right now, so I have three more weeks on on, uh, this stage with this show. Uh, I'll be back over the summer with 52 Up Close at Mm -hmm. the hotel, and then I'll be back in the fall with In Plain Slight again uh, with with a special announcement coming this fall as well. Cool very shit. cool uh, So I have, uh, I have something cool yeah out that I'm nice. magical. Cool. I'm Working
0: magical Lee Turbosik thank you so so thank much thank you so for, much uh, uh, my pleasure thanks for hanging out yeah, here at Liberty Magic alright coming up after you hear whatever music you're going to hear we're going to talk to Linda Joan and from the Pittsburgh Business Show the
1: youngest
0: one here yeah Get close it was then. mean. There you go. It was go mean.
1: <laughs> when it comes to age, sister, I, like, I spare so, no. <laughs> so the
0: person accusing Rachel of being mean, who would be correct? <laughs> would be Linda, Linda Jo Joe Thornberg, wow. and she's with Brian Thornberg, and they are from the Pittsburgh Business Show, <laughs> which is where we will be in a
1: few weeks. Cannot wait! Uh, it's like recording become our thing. But I know. I'm so, right? so excited to have you guys back. Oh, you have thank no idea. you. It's well, we be are amazing. excited to be there. So we do this in the spring. It's changed dates a couple times. Yeah. and now we're in May, which I think is. Fantastic, Fantastic! Because we're in the middle of the year, heading into summer, and we need to know how to network better. Correct? Yeah. Absolutely. What can we look forward to this year?
3: Oh my gosh, so many things! Um, the show is May fourteenth and fifteenth down mm-hmm. at the convention center, and we're going to actually start out the show with your podcast. Yeah. So we're super mm. excited with that. We, so
0: we're going to be there for that then, uh, or is somebody yeah. else hosting it for us? No, yeah no,
3: you guys <laughs> never. Be I put there. in for vacation
0: that week. Uh,
1: it doesn't happen. It'll be like a big vacation. <laughs> yes. it's two days of. So Fun.
3: Uh, yes, it, it's a is. Fun. it is. It is. So, but the, uh Tuesday we're going to be um working with the Pittsburgh Metropolitan Area Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and we added a diversity and inclusion certification program. That was so a we're great idea. Really, really excited to have some amazing speakers um and presenters in a three-part class. Um we're doing the Business Choice Awards on stage at mm-hmm. noon, which we're super excited about. We have I can't believe we have like 7,000 votes for businesses. There's got to be wonderful. I think there's probably like I think about eight hundred businesses right now nominated wow. for the Business Choice Awards. So we're really excited to That's invite great. them all down. Yeah, and there's still time to vote, so depending on when this airs, but probably soon. Um till April thirtieth. Oh yeah, it was to be up. We'll be yeah, out yeah. On yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, That's so perfect. 30th. Yeah, so April thirtieth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and where yeah. do they vote, by the way? Um, BusinessChoiceAwards.com. You can vote awards. Yeah. dot
0: BusinessChoiceAwards.com. Yeah. yeah. Business we'll make sure we put the link awards. in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so okay.
3: That'll be at noon. And then at five o'clock, we know we like to have some fun. So we have the Celebrate Pittsburgh Business Networking event happening from five to nine. And we have some dueling pianos Woo! coming. We, so we love we're those excited. Guys. I
1: can't wait for you to hear them. They're so much fun. They get the party started for sure.
3: Yeah. 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 I'm super excited. We're going to have a speed networking event that evening. Um, we have a VIP area with uh, Hip at the Flashlight Factory, and the Amped group is going to pop in. And
0: And speed networking is just like you're hearing it. It's speed dating, only networking. You keep moving around, right? And we have to
1: say, we witnessed it last year. It was amazing. It was great. It was really cool to see the people truly engaged with it. And obviously, it's something that worked if you're bringing it back, right? Yeah,
3: we have three sessions this year. Um, We have two in the morning at 9 o'clock and one in the evening at 6 o'clock on Tuesday. So Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, 9 o'clock, and then Tuesday night at 6. It was just such a big hit. We <coughs> right. had about 180 um, speed networkers last year, so we're, our goal is to get 200 in the room this year. So, um, and we're selling tickets, or they're, the tickets are flying right now. So, if people need to get the speed networking tickets, they can get all of the tickets to the event at the PittsburghBusinessShow.com website. So,
0: now Brian, I know you're not just here to look good. Tell me a little every, I know every that 's every day for you right that 's every i know you 're used to a, we, we want to know people you have a brain you 're not just a piece of meat right and uh, so talk talk to talk to us about you know the business show and the legacy you guys have been building with it
2: well it 's yep. been great to work with Pittsburgh and seeing so many companies come together on a one roof, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the real joy is seeing uh, Great companies learn about each other, partner up together, and see the business that happens all year long. In fact, we had some comments over the year where some people said we got our biggest client ever at the show. Mm-hmm. We met people that introduced us to some of the people we've always wanted to talk to. And it's kind of like magic. It just appears up at the wow. show. That was yeah. good, Look Brian. Good. That's Rachel-level stuff about
1: right that there. there. That, that is Rachel-level stuff and right <laughs> <laughs> there. I started to say, as I was pointing at you, I apologize for the rudeness. <laughs> How many years? This is your third year? It started doing about
2: this. four and a half years ago. Okay. Oh, okay. And, yeah. you know, it is Pittsburgh, so it takes about two oh. to three years just to catch <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but a lot of hard work for four years, and now we're doing our third show that's next wonderful. month. And I think
0: when yep. people first walk in, they're confused. Like, you know, when you go to the Italian Festival and you see the gutter, how much, you know, booth you? are like, that doesn't <laughs> even match my gnocchi that I'm eating. But <laughs> that's, that's kind of what you want to happen at the Pittsburgh Business Show. You want all of these diverse businesses, owners, and, and people that work for them and, and consultants... All to mix because the guy that's selling the gutter helmet or whatever it's going to be does want to mix with someone who's doing marketing and things like that. That's, so it's completely different. Do you notice how he
1: threw that in there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or marketing or something. Or someone who wants a podcast. <laughs> right. no, I don't know. Someone who
0: wants a podcast. No, when you first walk in, you're like, what is the association? And the association is it's, it's a node, it's a place to go and network, mm-hmm. right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, the amazing thing about it is that. Businesses are always working on their business and not in it. So mm-hmm. they're like, we That's need people to really work on building relationships with other businesses so that they can find resources like payroll services or when they're starting to grow staffing companies or marketing companies and get educated. So we actually have um, 30 different workshops happening this year as well and some pan- amazing panel discussions.
2: Yeah, a couple people asked why we should go to the show and we literally said, do you want to be better? Right. Do you want to work on yourself? Right. Do you think you could be better, better for your company, better for your family? And there's so much opportunity from a personal growth, personal coaching, business coaching, That it's kind of all there. You just have to take advantage of it.
1: Mm -hmm. And don't you think, too, that networking tends to kind of get pushed aside for the fact that they are focused on their job day to day? And sometimes I think, to be completely honest, there's a fear factor there, right? Because networking means you have to get out of your element. Go talk to people like, John, mm -mm. if I wasn't there, he would not be networking. So I think that you create the atmosphere to allow people to do so. Yeah. And I think that's the that's that's why it's grown.
3: Yeah, I think one of the things too is that it's um it's a it's two days, and you can't really take. There's some people that will take you know all two days and come to the event, um, and plan out their agenda, get some education, do the networking piece of it. But even if you only have time in the morning, or the afternoon, or the evening. Um, there's something for you. We have open business networking and our cafe in the back that we've created. And so last year, we had people that came down whenever they could. They were working downtown, walked down to the convention center, popped in, had coffee, had some amazing food that the convention center has some awesome food that they're going to provide for us. And, um, you know, really just network and meet and partner with people, too. So Right.
0: No, it's, I just lost my question. Okay.
1: Talk about <laughs> a couple of the other interesting parts. Like, you don't just have booths set up, right? You said uh, there's constant entertainment, essentially. You have somebody speaking to some point. What are some of those that we can expect for this year?
3: Yeah, we have um, Cranston IT actually hosting some workshops. There's five different workshops throughout the day um, on password protection and cybersecurity oh, and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, we have Andrea Weatherald who actually does um, improv, and she does some business coaching, and she's offering HRCU credits. Ooh. So for anyone who I'm needs sorry. those CU credits, we have Higher Images, <laughs> which is a digital marketing advertising agency. And How do you know doing, them? Um, <laughs> I might know someone from there. Um, <laughs> actually, Brian is the owner of Higher Images as well. Um, <laughs> and so they're going to be there doing some amazing workshops on – seo and new products and mobile marketing and he can talk a little bit more about that if he wants but um there's just a lot of education workshops just happening in the booths and um, panel discussions so it's not just about one business it's how a lot of different businesses can work together to help your business grow. Right. Um, On Wednesday, we added a little bit of a different concept as well, the Women Who Embrace Life Conference. Yes. So being a women-owned business, it was very interesting to me, and there's a lot of opportunities for partnership as well and just um, experiencing owning a business in and of itself. And so I wanted to be able to offer support for women-owned businesses as well. So, And who b- can
1: we expect there? Uh, uh, let me bait uh, you there. Yeah.
0: Beep,
3: beep, oh, yeah. Bait, bait, Oh, yeah. We, have, we um, have a
0: special speaker, presenter.
3: We do. Yeah. Kaya Tomlin is going to be there yeah. um, offering um, her expertise on starting her own business and building and growing her brand. Um, Darius Chisholm will be there offering a keynote on Embracing Life. Um, and how, you know, with some of the challenges that she's had, um, Dr. Shelley Hipsky from inspiring lives magazine is actually going to be doing a live talk show, um, with about probably about five or six women entrepreneurs and it's empowering entrepreneurs. So it's all about, um, women owned businesses. And, you know, if you want to start a business, grow your business, um, or just connect with other people that own businesses. It's a really awesome place. There's also gonna be a women's luncheon there that day also. That's great. Yeah, sponsored by the Pittsburgh women's mastermind group. So you can so. come
0: one day, you can come two days. Kinda I know what I was gonna say earlier is that the networking, as Rachel said, for me is like the sixth grade oh, dance. He, he I stand along the wall Wallflower. until somebody comes up and talks to me. <laughs> 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 but the, in two days, if you're there both days, you become more comfortable. You see everybody and you start to network, even if it's with the three booths around you. Yeah, right. It's, it's it becomes a networking event. Right. So, well, this is cool. So the website is Pittsburgh
3: Pittsburgh Business dot com. Yep. And be, um, in honor of the Jag office, I did a discount code. Did you what? know that? Yeah. yeah. So you guys because they
0: a- know our yeah. listeners are cheap. No. I <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: broke. Truly no. <laughs> Brian did Are some digital you know. marketing so broke and be broke. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> our whole goal is th- to make it affordable for all business yeah. owners to come, and so we have a discount code, you jag off, so you can go to pittsburghbusinessshow.com, and we'll provide the link, direct link so that it'll be discounted. It's $20 cool. plus yeah. tax. That's cool. Um, and that $20 will actually go back to whatever charity you choose. We also oh, nice. partner with a lot of different mm-hmm. nonprofits. That's awesome. Like you guys are so good for that. Like that. Yeah. Right. So our goal is to give back to the community, and a ton of new nonprofits have joined the event, so... Nice. Pittsburgh and use the code ya yeah, jag off.
0: I love Jag Right. It. Right. <laughs> I love it. So now it comes to the hardest part, the question. The of question. The day. Sure.
1: Brian, can you tackle this? Brian's sure. gonna tackle no the problem. question. Sure?
0: Listen, I told you I, I told you earlier he has a brain. He's not just a oh, good looking sh- dude sitting so at your cute. table.
1: So cute. All right. So cute. So here's you know we're in this whole <laughs> magic background. I know the I'm second sorry. one.
3: Oh my god! Is he drinking? Is he drinking today? Not yet.
1: This whole magic <laughs> background, and, <laughs> and I love run. the whole making magic happen with your Pittsburgh business show. So with that being said, what would be the one thing that you would want to make disappear if you could?
2: The bad weather in Pittsburgh. That was cool. oh, that was right. a good one,
3: Linda. What would I make disappear? Oh, I don't know. You know, nothing? I got nothing.
2: Nothing. Oh. Wow.
0: No. Not even a Cleveland Crickets.
3: Brown? Yeah. Oh, I would take the Cleveland Browns out. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. that to Oh, was Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah. That's a good one, Make too. Yeah. Oh, Mark Wahlberg right now <gasps> because he had bad things to say about us at one time, so he's on <gasps> my...
1: Hi. It made me that. sad, he and he
3: was like my <laughs> favorite. And yeah. then he had the oh man. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <tangent>. <laughs> nope. So maybe there's a couple things yeah. I would problem. make disappear. We're
1: g- we're editing that part though because I know. Yeah right. Yeah. I know. You you <laughs>
3: <to>. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I thought about that just <laughs> after, <laughs> You're so. fine. We got yeah. your back. We <laughs> got your back. <laughs> we're, we're gonna good, go. Yeah. We do love the owner of Wahlburgers, and we are fantastic at our bowling at your bowling event, and so. I love the restaurant. Go get it. <laughs> we get, just it, it get it, Joe. Get it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Marky Mark. Right, right. I got gotcha.
0: awesome. <laughs> you. Yeah. The Pittsburgh Business Show, May 14th and 15th. Yep. Don't miss it. And convention make sure center. you get down to, at the convention center. Yeah, don't forget the speed networking thing. And uh, yeah, Kia Tomlin as well. So, Brian, thank you. Linda, Joe, thank yeah, you very much. As always, thank you.
3: Thanks. I dreamt I held you in my arms. When I woke, dear, I was mistaken.
0: So I hung my head and cried. You are my sunshine, my only. So as we sunshine. said, we are at Liberty Magic, uh, eight eleven Liberty Avenue. And as we said earlier, if you're a Pittsburgher, you only know things by what they used to used be. To be. Yep. And this is our Comedy Theater. And it's not theater. under
1: the Kaufman's clock. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right?
0: Right. It's, it's not even close. But, uh, Graham, you are the general manager. Is that right? I'm the
4: venue manager in venue manager. here. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All <laughs> right, cool. Look at that voice. So was that... <laughs> <laughs> Look at that voice. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Here, listen, at listen it. to that voice. <laughs> yeah. 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 So was that particular... Uh, title created because of this place or were you doing something else similar
4: no it's it was created for this place in particular because liberty magic does it a little bit differently um, whereas a, a lot of the other venues of course we have house managers and floor managers and and, and everything in this case uh, the managers run just about every aspect from sales to the the show intro to the, the shutting down, the opening up of the theater. So there, it was a, a little bit of a mix of, of things. And so they said, okay, well, in this case, we're going to have a venue manager slash host. So when you come to Liberty Magic and you see a show, we meet you right in the front and we welcome you. We, we get you uh, set up with your, your wristbands for your drinks if you brought some wine or beer. Um, we tell you all about the beautiful things we have to look at around the theater. And then once you get into theater, when the lights dim, I walk out and I use this voice, as you said. It's like the <laughs> Phantom, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. You said Phantom. Yes. I, I'm actually an opera singer by training. I can oh, Right. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And so, um, and then I come out and I do a whole spiel. We talk about the the theater. Um, we talk about you know some of the, some of the things about the you know safety and whatnot. And then we go into about. The, the artists themselves, and so that 's the whole setting up of the for the show. You could call me the opening act for mm-hmm. for the big stage you know the the big one coming out right there so um, it 's actually a lot of fun i am a, I am it 's turned into that. I okay. had a script at first that I was using, and then I started saying well there 's <laughs> some there's some fun to be had here. So, yeah, <laughs> I do warm up. We have some fun. We do we have some laughs and whatnot, and I show them that I'm I'm not actually from Pittsburgh, so I, I mess things up all the time. Oh. Yinzer, for example, yeah. uh, Yinzer. Yeah. Is it too yeah, much err on no. it? <laughs> no. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, too much err. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, Yinzer. Yeah, you're Yinzer. Good. Good. Yeah. No, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah I'm, I'm working on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do
1: you get things thrown at you for not being from Pittsburgh?
4: You know, because whenever people ask me where I'm from, and I talk about my, I talk about being from Miami in the show. Okay. Uh, people always say, well, "Why did you come here?" And I, and I <laughs> say, "Are you joking? <laughs> it's amazing here, Pittsburgh. I, this is a fantastic city. I live down in Mount Lebanon with my wife and three kids. Okay. And we moved up here, and all of us just love it to death. Um, from the art, culture, uh, the the big city f- feel in a smaller city. Uh, it, seasons, come on, we don't have seasons in Miami. You know, yeah. we we, we have beach season all yeah. the time which is great <laughs> don't get me wrong but you know Pittsburgh is a fantastic city and I've traveled all over the world as a as a performer and empresario, uh, and and I have to say that we're so excited to be here and we plan on being here for the long run that I is love so hearing that. Cool, I have yeah. to say because
1: yeah. you know we speak so often to the fact Pittsburgh was not known for any of those things for so long we were just this smog filled oh, you know yeah. coal city and now we're being known for so many things right. um and and for someone like you who has traveled right. to admit that this is a place to want to live yeah. and and even raise a family. It's Absolutely. fantastic. Oh, especially. Well, yeah. and not even that, but for an art that, that is sort of just, in at least here, up and coming. Right. Right? Yeah.
4: Right. Well, I mean, you know, and, and I'm glad you, you talked about magic using art as a paradigm for because God it really sakes, she is doesn't art. does not need any it, more kudos. <laughs> right. Listen, we're connecting. So <laughs> All right. you stay over and talk your Yinzer talk. I'm talk talking to him talk. right now. Right. Okay. <laughs> no, <you> <laughs> <laughs> God. So, so it, it, um, well, I actually um, You're glad I thought. said art. Yes, oh yes, I'm glad you said God. art because it, magic is an art. Yes. I mean, they work on this art form so long, and sure. we talk about Liberty Magic elevating the the art form of magic, and it r- it really is a fantastic art. And because y- you only have a few places in America, you can see up close and right. personal magic. Mm-hmm. L.A., Chicago, New York, mm-hmm. uh, Nashville has a theater, and now so Pittsburgh. I mean, that's hardly any. Yeah, you know, right. and, and of course, w- this city, which has tons of culture and and art and and what are we going to have we have to have a, a, a magic theater here
0: and lee was telling us earlier that this is the first maybe in the world or at least in the country where the cultural trust where yeah. the the cultural right. districts have gotten behind That's it right. and i That's love awesome. it the fact that like I, I don't know i don't know what you would picture in any other city what a cultural trust looks like but i love the aggressiveness of the cultural yeah. trust here like yeah. they're not afraid to say, walk into a meeting and go let's do this and go every What, are you crazy? And then that crazy part is what gets it. Like, a theater dedicated to magic. I I can't believe that people from pittsburgh even understand it like getting them to go to comedy clubs and shut up and not be on their phones is <laughs> training Do you, and I, that's a real question do yeah. do people know how to come to a magic show or do you have to train them a little that's bit it's
1: part of your job i guess L- right? listen
4: well, I, we don't we don't have to train at all because it's it's an interactive environment oh. so oh, in fact okay. what i tell people when they come in uh, is I say i'm going to ask you to put your phones on silent and don't take any photos or video you know to to honor the the, the artists working up there and and um the fact that it is magic and we want to make sure that that we're not giving away secrets. Uh, but we don't tell people to turn their phones off because we use the phones in illusions. Every Actually, with Lee, every night. And with other magicians, they talk about doing that as well. Um, people are allowed to talk and laugh and have a great time. And you see, that's one of the beauties of, of this theater as well, that they keep s- having a social experience in the forefront mm. I mean, that's important that when people go out and invest time you don't always want to just sit there and be quiet sometimes you want to interact right. And yeah. th- these shows are interactive fun exciting um, and it's all in about 75 minutes so. can we
0: sleep over tonight yeah you're right here I want to set you up <laughs> Lee has a nice chair over there like, yeah. the last <laughs> thing we want to make sure we talk about is we've described it on the podcast you know yep. uh, we've there'll be some pictures on you jagoff.com of the place but describe the as we said earlier before we turn to mics so yep. on the submersive experience from the, the time you walk right. in the door, or the experience you want everybody to have—it's very Disney-esque,
4: right? Yeah, actually, you know that's a great way of putting it. You know, we, did we, you hear what he said? Mm-hmm. We should be over in Hogwarts, you know, Universal Studios have put us there. But yeah, um, our 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 VP of uh, of artistic planning, uh, artistic Schiller, uh, artistic Schiller, <laughs> uh, <artistic shiller>, Scott Schiller. <laughs> <Ooh, laughs> I just love saying artistic so much, I have to keep saying it. But he is artistic. So uh, uh, Scott had the 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 uh, presence of mind to think to himself, you know what, not only do we need for people to walk in and see beautiful things and amazing things when they walk in, but to experience it through the staff on hand as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, he went out and found uh, all the staff members. We have some sort of uh, theater background. Of course, myself uh, through, through opera and Broadway and things of that sort. Uh, we have a magician on staff who's also a manager. Two magicians now. Actually, we just hired another one. So they'll be doing um, magic before the show, kind of getting people primed for the magic that they're going to see on stage um and uh our other two managers both come from a theater background as well either in college or from managing backstage front of house so we know exactly when people walk in that they're going to see an engaged uh um actor if you will uh from the front to the back and when they leave again from every part of it
0: yeah. and they're awesome. primed for the professionals like lead and to come in and absolutely it, it's just so it's a professional experience all the way along
1: it's like a mullet y- Business, in, <laughs> <laughs> God. business God. in the front party. In the no, no, it, 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 it'd
4: have to be a bearded lady with a mullet. Because uh, we're, oh, oh yeah, good point. We're yeah. we're, we're, we're partying everywhere. Exactly. The only magic
0: you're not going to be able to pull off here is finding easy parking. But that's not on Liberty Avenue. But that's not true because your parking garage is literally diagonal from here, and most it's easy pickings coming yeah, out there. It, it
4: really yet. is. It really is. And of course, after six o'clock, you know, you can park yeah. for free on free. the street. We have a direct, direct diagonally a parking garage you can pre-purchase your parking tickets yep. online get oh, really? yeah, yeah. the a theater parking garage is only a, a block and a half away there's tons of parking options yeah, tons. yeah. yeah. and come it. down and get a Sammy
0: sandwich, sandwich or whatever that's right, right. Yeah.
4: you can, and you go over to the Warren and you buy a bottle of they have a fantastic selection over there oh, yeah. oh is this yeah. BYOB right. yes. we didn't that's talk right. about that that's right it's BYOB yes. oh 5 dollar okay. listen <laughs> to the
1: Jagoff podcast and you'll hear it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. all right so yeah, our
0: grand. before we let you go please since you have such a great voice we keep it going our question of the day yeah it
1: is a great voice um so So the question of the day in keeping to true magic form, we're saying, you know, you're you're all the jack of all trades. You're working with your hands, all the magic happening. Mm -hmm. If you could make one thing disappear, what would it be?
4: Oh, man. Student loans. That was Ah!
1: great. That was a really good answer. (laughs) That's just so so easy.
4: Yeah. That's so easy. I wake up thinking about that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Can Lee do this for me? Yeah. yeah. Oh my! Yeah. That's that's wait, you mean
0: just throwing it in a fireplace? The invoice in the fireplace Does doesn't yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, no, that's just an invoice. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: Cool. Listen,
1: we cannot thank you enough. We've yeah. wanted to come here. We have not seen a show yet, so we're still hoping. Oh, yeah,
4: Please come. don't call us. Losers. Oh you yeah, have to come. we you can't have to wait. Go. And if you come, you have to do the VIP experience, okay. the skeleton key experience. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You Have to. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah, we
0: love
1: it. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you so
4: much. Yeah, Graham. We didn't even get your last name. Graham Fondra. It's German. Of course it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. You very stagy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very stagey. <laughs> uh,
0: thank you again to Graham. Thank you again to Lee Turbozik. Yeah. Thanks to Linda, Joe, and Brian from the Pittsburgh Business Show. And thanks to Nick Kappas from the Steam Fitters. Yep. This has been a fun podcast,
1: and of course to Robin and the folks at exactly. the Cultural Trust.
0: Yeah, yeah. the Cultural Trust. Uh, I we I don't know how we got to be such good friends like well it's th- when i came on board it? Robin yeah, likes yes me. it was yeah. Yeah. i didn't know if you paid them or what but they, we have a good relationship <laughs> no. with them robin it, it, they, they let us have a lot of fun and we truly truly appreciate, appreciate it, it sure. make sure you get to liberty magic here 811 liberty avenue and uh thanks uh, as we're going through the thanks a special thanks to uncle joe for taking pictures Hello. today right
1: yeah that what's means up he has to start listening more
0: that's why <laughs> <laughs> he came all the way in from uh, harrisburg area to to take pictures so close, close and uh, and one more big uh, I know you won't mention it, but a big thanks to the person, uh, Sarah, and big thanks to the people at UPMC for giving your mother life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Thanks. laughs> don't want to time out no, I can't <laughs> uh, yeah uh, live uh, no live live donors are a big thing yeah, Rachel's thanks mom to just the received a live donor yesterday wow. the day Liberal before Foundation. this podcast sure. and it's yeah. going to be a big deal you'll hear more that about it on the podcast good. so, wow. so yeah. thanks wow. again to Pittsburgh thanks again to everybody who listens to the Jago podcast and the please Pittsburgh Cultural take Trust
4: my away.
3: please don't take
0: my sunshine away